What's up everybody out there? Welcome to Southern Man Western Town. This is uh, just a quick update. I, When I first started this podcast, I did not have any way of putting music on here. Some of it was my own technology problems and other was just getting the rights to uh, put my own music and other people's music on the podcast. So you'll hear me bitching about it in some of these uh, monologues in my early first 12 episodes or so. But uh, just letting you know, you, I have added music to every show. So kind of ignore me bitching that I can't get it on here because it's going to be on here now. Thanks for listening to Southern Man Western Town. Talk to you guys later. Southern man, western town. Coming from you in a crazy, crazy time up here in Ogden, Utah. Fortunately, I am still working. Part of the benefits from transitioning from musician, entertainer to uh, trucker full time and part time musicians, uh, all my gigs are canceled. Well, I won't say all of them, but probably going to happen. Go over that a little bit. So, yeah, the local music scene up here in uh, Utah, and I'm sure across the country is probably uh, similar situations. Is, uh, so my gig Saturday night, my show Saturday night at Camas, Utah at the Notch Pub, has been, so far, it's been postponed April 18th. But i got a feeling that one's going to be canceled, too. Still waiting to hear on my April 4th show and my April 11th show. Uh, April 11th show is going to be a little tough because uh, that was my first CCR tribute band show. And uh, I think the other guitarist, the guy doing most of the lead guitar, because I'm, I'm mainly singing in that band, is uh, already bowed out of that one for because of the coronavirus scare. I don't know. I think his son has a little bit of the flu or something I'm not sure I don't think he has corona or anything but don't know 
Uh, most venues, all the Park City, Utah venues are shut down. I don't have any gigs up there anyway, but Camas is in Summit County where Park City is. So far as I know, they're shut down Tuesday, tomorrow at 5. Affecting a lot of people up there. My guitar class I teach in Park City, I ended up canceling it just because there was only, you know, four or five students signed up. And it would have been canceled anyway because they closed the schools. So, got the schools closed here in Ogden, too. Kids are at home. Probably driving my wife nuts. But, still have my trucking job. Sitting in my truck now. About to get loaded with some empty beer bottles. Going down to Epic Brewery in Salt Lake. Um, so, people are still drinking beer and making beer. What else are you going to do? Anyway... That's about it with that. So yeah, music news, it's all on hold right now. I see that they're going to maybe have some online music shows, which is kind of weird. Uh, I guess people are already doing that, like Facebook stories and stuff. I know I've done a few, but now it's going to be more of a formatted type uh, thing where I guess you, uh, people can watch it and pay you through Venmo and PayPal and whatnot. Um I may be a part of one of those. I talked to one of the promoters up here in Ogden. Haven't got back with me yet. I'm not sure what I'll even do or or if I'm going to do it. And I probably will if he reaches out to me. I'll see how it goes. may be the future of music anyway. I mean, you know, that's the way things are these days. So, the world's going nuts. <laughs> We're all trying to stay alive. People taking toilet paper off the shelves, buying it by the tons. I think my whole family has enough for two weeks, thanks to my wife venturing out into the craziness while I was while I'm at work. We probably got enough food and toilet paper for a couple of weeks, and uh, we'll we'll figure it out from there. Earlier today, I was delivering some topsoil to Costco here in South Ogden, and they I noticed they did have a gigantic pallet full of toilet paper, so. I guess they're, it's still coming in. I deliver some water here and there, so I know uh, I should be should be in business. Should be able to survive I, as long as uh, the warehouses don't start closing down. Um, my my security job for my events my event security job at Vivid Smart Arena uh, has been stopped because I mainly do NBA games there, the Utah Jazz. Two of the jazz players have coronavirus that they know of. I don't. I've only heard of two so far, and which was scary to me because I work the security doors for the Utah Jazz. So I like open their doors to their dressing rooms when they come running through. Then when they come running back out to the court, I open them again. A lot of times they high five us and stuff. I've always kind of veered against that anyway. I just don't. I I don't think it's professional, so I don't really do it. Um, I know the, some of the other people that work with me in the door do. Um, so I was, I was within, you know, three or four feet from Rudy Gobert and, uh, Donovan Mitchell, but it's been, I want to say 15, 16 days now. And I wasn't, you know, it was, when I say I was three feet of them, I mean, they were running by me at, you know, very pretty quickly. So they, they don't just walk into their dressing room. Usually they run. So I don't really, uh, plus I had the door as a big glass door and I usually have it in front of me and they're running on the other side of it. So I haven't had any symptoms. I don't feel bad at all. I feel pretty good. Normal as I always do for a dude my age. 
and uh, take taking my temperature all good so far. Um, lucky with that. But yeah. Anyway, they uh, shut down the arena, all the concerts, all the games, the NBA shut down altogether. Also, do security for the Salt Lake Bees, which is uh, the farm league baseball team or the Triple A baseball team for the California Angels, and. That also has been postponed. I'm supposed to start that pretty soon. I usually only work the Sunday games. Not sure how, how that's going to work this year, but they've postponed opening day and all that for for those games. So I'm not sure how that's going to play out and how the basketball season is going to pick back up or anything like that. I, think, I don't think anybody knows anything right now about any how any of that's going to work. Rudy Gobert donated 500 grand to... The employees over at Vivid Smart Arena where I work, but I haven't heard, seen any emails or anything where I'm getting any of that, so <laughs> I don't know. I was supposed to work a game this past Saturday, and I think I was supposed to work one Wednesday this week. Um, I don't work all of them just because of the trucking job and the music and stuff. Um, so I don't, I don't know how that's, if I'm going to see any of that money or not. Oh, well, but yeah, all the other, I noticed a lot of the musicians started canceling their gigs in town before they even called for the shutdown, and I don't think all the counties have to shut down the bars. I think it's down down to like 50 people crowd or less, and you know, you honestly, my shows usually have anywhere from 30 to 150 people. You just don't really ever know. Um, you just don't know how how it's gonna go and how what people feel like doing. So, out there in Camas, I probably would have been around 60 people. I want to say it's kind of up in the mountains there, but still, better safe than sorry. So, not a lot on the music news right now because of uh, all this, but that's the way it goes. So, that's it for this segment. I'll uh, I am gonna review. The Devotion Championship Wrestling show that went over the uh, airwaves and on TV on this sat uh, past Saturday. So stay tuned for that in the next segment. Thank you. Welcome to the world of Black Dubai Records. Featuring the doom sounds of day long morning. Brave lover. Cult of Sorrow, Tommy Stewart's Direwolf, Wither Without You, Bloody Jars, Negative Wall, and the artists of Duba Comic Con, Doomstress, Stone Man, and Register and War, Black Duba Records, on Facebook, Twitter, Bandcamp, and Big Cartel, and BlackDubaRecords.co Black Duba Records Expect the Dark So, back with you here. I'm going to take a look at the Devotion Championship Wrestling, the, I believe the only local Salt Lake City, Northern Utah, wrestling on t television. Probably the only uh, local independent show on television in the Mountain West I know of. There's probably, well, probably one in Denver. I believe there is one in Denver and, uh, or 
somewhere in Colorado there, maybe Golden, Colorado, something like that. So I won't say the only one, but definitely the only one in Utah here. So, don't know if I'm going to keep reviewing this thing. It's not, you know, I'll have to let this show build a little. But anyway, let's talk about it a little. I didn't make any notes. I'm going to go on memory. So, again, show came on. The graphics look good, but right away you see... Uh, some kind of promo from guys that no one really has introduced they were on the show last time i don't remember some of them's names nobody really says anything about them why these guys are teaming together why they're attacking the other guys in the back it's just kind of a cluster nobody has any backstory to this and then they, they show the crowd the crowd's probably i mean it honestly look like 60 people i could be off a little there 10 10 one way or the other um, still looks kind of unprofessional there. A lot of the crowd walking around in front of the ring and that kind of thing. Doesn't seem like there's any security guards going on making people sit down or anything like that. Which they should be when the television comes on. It just looks more pro. Anyway, the first match, my old buddy, Tombstone Jesus, which I guess we've had a falling out I didn't know about. Um, I got him into the wrestling business. He don't really acknowledge that much. My, his first two matches were with me. Besides the Battle Royal, he was the first match. I think he was in a Battle Royal, which I got him into as well. Um, I put him over in two matches when we started out, which is basically I lost the matches because I, I booked it that way to kind of get him up because he, he wanted to really make a go for it, and I was kind of getting ready to get out of it, so I didn't really need to win. Had a couple of decent matches with him. Um, he's the core champion, which... Again, there's no backstory. Nobody said anything about who he beat, how he got the court title, who had it before, what the court championship even is. Um, nobody, you know, there's no backstory at all to that. Um, he did a little bit of a promo. wasn't bad. I think he did it with the brother Smith, which we'll talk about in a minute. So anyway, he comes out and wrestles cousin Dewey. Which I don't know who that is. I may know the guy, but he's in like a got a weird like not really a traditional lucha wrestling mask like a almost like a potato sack looking kind of mask i don't know what it is it's actually not a bad gimmick i don't know what he's supposed to be but i guess some kind of backward woods kind of serial killers kind of looking guy i don't i don't know he wrestled pretty good i don't know who he is or who he trained him or anything like that but he actually pretty decent worker he took some good uh good bumps uh tombstone jesus he hasn't been you can tell he hasn't been trained really i mean he's done some training in wrestling i don't want to say he hasn't but he hasn't been like properly trained like in a wrestling school but he does pretty well a lot of his moves look good a lot of his bumps are pretty good psychology in the ring isn't great with either one of these guys but it, it was a pretty decent match really a lot better than the ones last week i'd say um he's been doing it 10 years now and he's wrestled you know some big names rhino mr kennedy or mr anderson people like that so he's done definitely picked up some stuff and he's a smart guy he learns stuff watching watching people and see how it goes and best way to learn psychology is getting there and do it and he's he's getting that um like i said pretty good match uh definitely uh cousin dewey looked like he had been trained he took some really good uh, good bumps like I said a bump in wrestling for you guys that don't know just when you take the move like you know you get somebody close lines you fall on your back kind of thing there's certain ways you have to do that um, 
Tombstone wins that match at the end. I don't remember how long it went, but it was a pretty good match. It wasn't really boring at all. They didn't really, they didn't really see any real screw-ups. As far as I could tell, uh, there might have been one or two. There always is in most matches. We're planning on doing something and it doesn't work out, but I mean, that's just the nature of the beast and 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 wrestling. But it looked pretty good. He retained the core title. He did some kind of like flip thing over the top rope into a... I don't know if I don't even know what you call it, like a backbreaker type thing. I forgot what he calls that move. It's pretty good though. A couple of good suplexes in there. Um, definitely in good good shape. He's a big time into um, health. You know, getting getting his body in shape and looking good for a 50 year old dude. Looks better than most of the people on there. Definitely better than anybody else on there on this show. Um, so that was the end of that match. He retained the title. He was with the brother Smith when the first uh, promo came out, where they you know, promos where they you know they do their they talk on the mic and say what they're gonna do and that kind of thing. But they didn't come out with him during this match. It's kind of weird, you know. And plus, I no backstory again on why they're together. You know, I'm sure they did all this before they started hitting TV. But you know, they're trying to reach people. There's a lot of people that are watching this show probably don't know anything about it so they don't know why they're even together or what a tombstone jesus even is um and you know he says he's mountain metal messiah but then he's tombstone jesus there's no explanation to why what these names mean or anything um that's probably vince russo's fault so anyway then there i think after that's another oh, i forgot at the very beginning of the show is a wreck of tahaka um confrontation out in out in front of the building somewhere in the gateway in salt lake outside with uh the guy she fought last week i can't even think of his name now and uh they're like it's almost like uh i don't know what you call it, domestic abuse situation outside and like well other people are just watching it you know normally that's not going to happen even though like i said she could probably whip this dude's ass in real life but you still there ain't going to be guys standing around gawking at the camera when there's a abusive situation male to female thing going on so that's kind of stupid but let's see what they were going for that yeah that opened the show and then between these the next match there was another promo and i, don't, I think it was from the same guys that attacked the other guys in the other segment earlier uh, uh, no one knows what's going on there i think they're out of state guys from idaho or vegas or denver or something but anyway the next show the next match was the brother smith and then they have like a girl come out let's do it looks like dora the explorer or something i'll remember her name pretty damn ridiculous and a six-man tag against uh some guys i used to work with i can't remember i should have wrote some of this down i can't remember the one guy's name i didn't i didn't know him he's a good worker though and I, I, I can't remember his name i should have wrote it down but anyway then josh glade which i used to manage when i was a, man, a wrestling manager he was called thanatos then now he's josh glade and he's gained some weight man he's like 320 pounds and already six foot three or something anyway big dude um and then dr psycho which i used to work with too is a guy named nick he had a character named psycho and i guess he's their manager it doesn't make any sense another no backstory he's like a doctor with a face painted green and white and i don't know he's got some kind of confrontation going on with one member of his team and there's no again no backstory 
so this match this match is actually pretty good for what it was it would have been better if you know the the door of the explorer girl and dr psycho would have not even been in the match just let it be a tag match but i kind of see what they were doing but yeah it was okay i mean there was a lot of there was pretty decent psychology in this match because i you know nick dr psycho he knows how to do that kind of stuff and he actually was a little bit trained by uh uh, Steve Gatorwolf, formerly of WWE, um, passed away not too long ago. <clears throat> and uh, anyway, this match was pretty good all around. Everybody in the match worked pretty well, except for the Dora the Explorer girl. And she ended up she at the end of the match. She ended up pinning Doctor Psycho after his own two of the guys in his own team hit each other or something. And uh yeah so that was it and that was that was the end of the show it wasn't a great show it was a better show than last week because the matches were better but like i said this is all one show they're dividing it up into 30 minute segments so uh, you know they showed the first matches first and, and that kind of thing um but still the big thing they're lacking here is the lack of lack of explanation on who any of these people are why they're wrestling each other why guys have the belts like the Brother Smith, they play this Mormon gimmick. They're like uh, Mormon missionary guys in the black pants, white uh, shirts, and the name tags. And They're the champions. This is a good gimmick in Utah. Outside of Utah, I don't know if anybody would even get this, but I think it's pretty cool to do it here. Um, but, yeah, they're the tag team champions. But, again, they don't nobody talked about who they beat them from, who, where they got them, how long they've had them, anything. No backstories on any of this. I would definitely take some of these... Uh, promo segments segments out and start explaining some stuff and then you got this announcer that's just constantly constantly talking the entire time never takes a breath but yet he doesn't explain any of this stuff either if he does people probably don't notice because he's just motor mouth talking a million miles an hour he needs to stop and breathe some um the referees were a lot better in this show the uh main ring announcer he's looks ridiculous he's in like sandals and half of a suit and a suit coat that don't fit he's like 400 pounds can't even get in and out of the ring uh he's got a good announcing voice though but i don't they got to do something with that guy again nobody's announced who this guy is he don't know what he doesn't tell his name doesn't tell when the next show is or doesn't push the next television taping anything like this so that's the review on a uh, devotion championship wrestling and that's gonna probably do it for this week's podcast kind of short the coronavirus kind of got everybody going nuts so not going to spend a lot of time talking about that and there's not a lot of music to talk about because of that um stay tuned i'll bring you updated uh maybe do one more devotion championship wrestling show next week i'm probably not going to keep doing it um wrestling's weird right now they're still able to have the show because like i said they filmed all the shows in one day so they have a crowd but like wwe right now is the last show friday was for an empty crowd there was no crowd they did them so i don't even know they may cancel wrestlemania a lot of stuff going on i'll be back next week to let you know what's going on with all of that so thanks for tuning in subscribe follow me on spotify itunes Find me at uh, Jeff S. Lawrence 1 on Twitter, uh, Jeff S. Lawrence on Facebook, and Jeff Lawrence Music on Instagram. Be uh, Do me a favor, follow, review the show. Still going to have some guests, but right here during all the coronavirus stuff, 
I'm not gonna push that right now. We'll, we'll see how that goes at a later date, but that's definitely coming up. Not always gonna just be talking to myself and commentating in my truck. Um, anyway, I hope everybody stays safe out there. Be smart. Don't buy all the toilet paper. Let some other people have some. Don't buy all the water. Everybody else has to have some. Uh, if you can't work and you're out of money right now, to do whatever you can. Um, that's what you got to do. You got to get out there and be resourceful during these kind of times. Get out there and do stuff. Uh, we won't talk too much about politics right now. I don't want to get into all that. Uh, I may talk about it a little next time once the... Uh, Finally, vice president, uh, or sorry, finally the Democratic candidate, uh, figure out who it's going to be, Biden or Bernie. Once that's panned out, we'll talk about it a little more. Uh, a lot of people blaming Trump for the coronavirus situation, how it got so far. He was caught in a Democratic hoax and all that crap. Um, take what you want from that. I don't know. It's a hard situation to deal with if you're the president, I'm sure. I definitely wouldn't be calling it a hoax. But it seems like he's dealing with them a little better now. So see how that pans out. Anyway, stay safe. Help your neighbor if he needs it. Help, every, help anyone you see that needs it. Help the old people. And until next time, peace out. Hey guys, just wanted to give a quick shout out to me. Um, yeah, just uh, letting you guys know that the the intro and the outro to this show is basically me doing an improv on guitar. Might be good, might not be. I'm just do it on the spot. I don't redo it. I don't take out the mistakes. I don't polish the shit. Just do, just letting you know the intro and the outro is just me improving on guitar. If you want to hear any of my music, go to my website, the J S Lawrence L A W R E N C E dot com. The J S Lawrence dot com. You can also find my music on iTunes or Spotify and probably other places too that I don't ever go to. I'm sure you can. Um, under J S Lawrence, J period S period L A W R E N C E. Also under Jeff Lawrence, but there is other Jeff Lawrence's on there, so kind of have to weed through a little bit of that thus why i call myself j.s lawrence now and then also jeff lawrence and warhorse and then there's an old band shovelhead i used to sing for you might if you're into metal 
But yeah, check any of those out and listen to the improvs on the intro and the outro. Thank you.